Hi, and welcome to All Things Cozy with Matt and Jillian. We are a bi-weekly podcast about everything that is warm, soft, and comforting. This week, we're analyzing cozy trends of the past and using our powers of prognostication to predict the coziness to come in 2023. We'll also share which upcoming movies, books, TV shows, and music we're looking forward to most this year. But first, it's Cozy in the News. Jillian, what's come across your desk as a cozy news item? Well, when we were on Dave and Alonzo's podcast to discuss all things Christmas and baked goods and whatnot, Dave had recommended this Instagram account, Sir Candleman, and real name, Kudzi Chikumbu, and they rate and review candles. It's obviously a very cozy Instagram account, and they've blown up recently and With that, they actually have an article on Good Morning America, and they curated a list of the best winter candles for 2023. So yes, we're still in winter. We have some time to go. And I know that we review our own candles here, but I mean, it's your candle, man. So we have to give credit where credit is due. They are reigning supreme with the candle reviews, and there are some really amazing picks with some names that are hard to pronounce for me (laughs) as I was looking over the (laughs) list. So I'm only going to do a few and the ones that I can um, pronounce. One company they recommended, Harlem Candle Company, and I've been wanting to get a candle from them for a long time, but they're often sold out because they are very popular and they have such amazing scents. Um, One of the scents they recommended from the company is Speak Easy Luxury. And that looks like a good one. And it's perfect for... Go imagine going on a date night and a cozy jazz club on a cold winter night. Uh, that's what Sir Candleman says. The scent is warm from the vanilla and dark chocolate, but also interesting because of the plum blossom and incense. So cozy jazz club on a cold winter night. He ha- has those descriptions. So he really um, has the turn of a phrase with these with these candles. I'll just say one more. Instant Karma by Sniff. So it says, for a more sultry and dreamy scent, this is the candle that you need. It has the most comforting elements of a candle, like cedarwood and cardamom, but spices it up with dark plum and black team. I don't know if I pronounce that other cardamom. It always trips me up. It also makes for a great conversation starter in your home. So I won't go through all the long list because it is long, but why not shop for these candles to warm up your, your winter? If you want to see the full list, the link to this article is in our show notes. I will say this list does trend on the pricier side yes. of candle shopping. So mm-hmm. I think there were only two I counted that were under $40. Yes. Really, most of these candles are over $40 each. We are looking at luxury candles. One of them is even over $100. So if you're a serious spender when it comes to your scented candles, this list is a little more curated for you. I I did see also the PF Candle Company shout out. That is one of the more affordable ones. And it would make Mm -hmm. sense as one of the ones that we've reviewed because it is one of the couple that's under $30. (laughs) Yeah, there's Sir Candleman and there's Sir Candle Surf. Um, We we are the the lower tier. (laughs) Right. (laughs) In the feudal system that is candle reviews, uh, we're definitely the lowly surf uh, plowing the field. I I don't think some of these candles are definitely out of our reach financially. Oh, yeah, no. We we can live vicariously, I guess. 
Yeah, we can <laughs> pass around the, the sniffs. You get right. it for a week, I get it for a week. Well, what is cozy in the news for you this week, Matt? It is the year of the rabbit. So happy Lunar New Year to yes. all who celebrate. I myself am a rabbit, so I was paying extra attention. Oh, congratulations. <laughs> I'm a fire rabbit, evidently. <laughs> what does that mean? I guess I'm I'm a spicier kind of rabbit. Wait, why? <laughs> well, every year has an element associated oh, with it. Oh, oh. <laughs> so this year is a water rabbit. Oh, okay. But you're I a fire rabbit. In my year, I was a fire rabbit. Anyway... <laughs> just taking that in and like reflecting on what, <laughs> what that might mean for you. Dottie Lee, who voices Rosetta Stone's Mandarin offerings, says that, quote, this year will bring prosperity, hope and calm. And because of the rabbit's characteristics, we can expect relaxation, quietness and contemplation. So I thought that was a very cozy outlook mm-hmm. on the new year, specifically looking at through the, the lens of the Chinese Zodiac. She also adds that because, as I mentioned, it's a water year, that's associated with fortune. And and apparently, according to what I read, the color for water is actually, um, in traditional Chinese customs, black. So Mm -hmm. this would be the year of the black rabbit. That's supposed to mean that we'll all enjoy some extra luck and opportunity this year. I love that. I think you're right. It's a very cozy outlook. I think rabbits in general are cozy and relate to that. I think because sometimes there's a connotation that rabbits are anxious, but I just think they're Mm -hmm. very observant. Of course, I like read all into my zodiac signs and like, what does it mean to be a rabbit? And there's a balance between rabbits being very fastidious and the routines help them be very dependable and offer some avenues of creativity because they do have those um, routines, but also as a rabbit, I guess I have to be wary of getting stuck in a rut. Burring too deep. Bur- burring too deep, yes. <laughs> I, I like all the elements too. I had I didn't know that before. I thought that you were just calling yourself a spicy rabbit, but now I know that. I'm, I'm a snake. I don't know if I'm a wet snake. I always knew you were. <laughs> <laughs> From the Lunar New Year on to looking ahead at 2023, because sometimes it does feel like we're flying a little blind into it, and then you mm-hmm. find things. And I actually really love the exercise, just as an aside, of doing some research on what movies are coming out, what books are coming out, and it builds anticipation and excitement to look forward to those things. I almost want to make this a tradition where I just like sit down for a few hours and like, you know, sort of plot my things I'm looking forward to in the year. So we're going to share some of those items. We're also going to make fools of ourselves and make some bold predictions about what we think will trend in 2023. Mm -hmm. So you can laugh at us uh, towards the end of the episode in terms of what we think is going to happen. Or maybe we have more powers of clairvoyance than we even know. So we'll see if some of the stuff even comes true. We'll have to revisit it. First, we're going to start with a look back at the trends of 2022. And the the tool that we used to look at those trends was Google Trends. If you're not familiar, there's a site called Google Trends and they track all of the search terms that people are putting into Google. And you can see which terms are trending. You can search specific terms to see what related items come up in that search to see, like, for example, for us, we typed in the word cozy to see what, related items were people typing in with cozy. So cozy what? And that kind of gives you an idea of what people are looking for um, when they're searching on Google. And some insight, at least a little bit in terms of Google users, of what items are 
are hot, what, are, what people are looking at. So that's the data set that we looked at for this. And I will say, I want to point out too, when you look at all of Google's data around the term cozy, and I thought this was interesting because it validates what Jillian and I have come to learn from doing this podcast, which is that people are most interested in coziness and being cozy in the winter, and they lose almost all interest in it in the summer. <laughs> and so when you look at the search term cozy over time, and Google's data spans from 2004 all the way to today, and coziness has increased in terms of a search term. It's gotten gradually more and more popular and to the point where now it's actually off the chart. <laughs> it's over 100 wow. as of the last couple of years. It's this constant like peaking in valleys of it peaks in December and falls. And usually the, the lowest point of a search term is around June. It's interesting, too, to note the lowest amount of searches in recent history was March 2020. And that was the initiation of COVID lockdowns. So that was a period of time where people are, were not interested in talking about being cozy. Which you think wouldn't be the case. Wouldn't you want to find that coziness in a really dark time? Yes, but I think people were really focused on maybe survival. Surviving, like, you're right. Okay, matching up the <laughs> Figuring out what's happening in the world. And yes, I think, okay. I think the kind of luxury of I'm going to Google what's cozy or like, what are some cozy bedroom ideas? That was not as popular in March of yeah, 2020. They were, People they had were other things in their mind. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Thanks for putting it in perspective. Yeah, that, that makes more sense. Cozy is, of course, a very broad search term. So what are people actually searching these days when they are searching for something cozy? So based on Google, some of the top related topics include, well, in the last year, Beyonce, because Beyonce released a song on her new album called Cozy. We've talked about it on our show. So, of course, mm -hmm. she was number one related term when it comes to coziness. So Beyonce conquers yet another <laughs> area of the media market, coziness. You wouldn't be surprised to know that second was Hallmark. People really associate, I'm sure their execs are thrilled. They associate <laughs> coziness with Hallmark, the brand and the movies, of course. I was happy to see Cozy Mystery was high up there. So there's more attention coming to that yeah, genre. Definitely. And then some other items just to kind of wrap it up. There was a game I think our listeners had mentioned in our group, and we talked about a little bit Cozy Grove as a game. But more or less, almost all of the other terms were related to feet, shoes, socks. <laughs> People want their feet to be warm and cozy. And then spaces. How to make a room cozy, cottages, things like that. So real estate and feet were kind of like the, the most related terms when it comes to coziness. Yeah. And I think also having cottage on there probably plays an element into cottage core, which we've yeah. discussed on, on this show, I believe maybe two years ago. It's interesting about feet. <laughs> I think it speaks to people have a very generalized idea of what coziness means. Mm -hmm. I think that's why I love our show so much because we're always exploring those. The new frontier. The new frontier of coziness while people are just thinking socks, they're cozy. Yeah. That makes sense. Um, so it's good to see those, you know, top jams hit, hitting, but I it'd be cool to see some different trends pop up and people expand their coziness horizons. For sure. And I think looking at Google Trends didn't form one of my predictions. So I, was, I really was, it was kind of more so than some of the other ones, a database prediction, but we'll get to that later. First, 
we can talk about some very real things that will definitely happen in 2023 that we're looking forward to. It looks a lot like our categories for the Cozy Awards. Yeah. We're, we're going to look at movies, TV shows, music, books. And then I we also have like kind of an other category to capture some other stuff that is coming out that doesn't fit into those topics. So let's talk about movies first. Movies coming out in 2023 that you have on your radar. Jillian, what are you um, marking your calendar for in terms of a cozy movie coming out in 2023? Well, I first want to say I had a really fun time putting together this list. And I know, Matt, you felt the same way, sketching out coziness for the upcoming year and just having things on my radar that I might have otherwise missed because life just passes you by and are mm-hmm. so busy and it gets me excited for what's to come. And a big part of that is this movie which looks so much fun, called Book Club, The Next Chapter, from Focus Features, starring an iconic cast, um, Diane Keaton, Jane Fonda, Mary Steenburgen, and Candace Bergen. The plot is, it just is just so fun and so silly, and I really hope that you watch the trailer. After Jane Fonda's character gets engaged, the gals jut off to Italy for a last-minute bachelorette. As expected, eyebrow-raising fun and hijinks ensue, with the trailer ending on a shot of the group behind bars. It's out on May 12th, so perfect time for Mother's Day. You can bring your mom or another important maternal figure in your life. Tons of fun. I love that it features older ladies. They don't get their due enough. It's just going to be one of those fun roms. I know I'll be cheering with my friends in Glendale. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and my friends, I mean, anyone who happens to walk into the theater um, will be cheering, dan- dancing like I did for um, Ticket to Paradise. It's quite the year for movies really centered around older women. I'm thinking mm-hmm. specifically of 80 for Brady. That's coming out oh, yeah. as well. Have you seen the original book club? No film with these. Oh, you you got to get ready. This is a sequel, Jillian. I, you I, get I, ready. Yeah. Well, next chapter made kind of sig- signals like, Oh, I thought maybe that was just a play on her. Getting no, no, no. Engaged. This is the sequel to book club. Okay. Well, here I am. I'll get, I'll be in number <laughs> one. I'll, I'll be my new father of the bride series. You have some prep to do, but there's a lot to look forward to. That definitely looks very cozy. Those are very, some very cozy, dependable actresses. Workhorses, as Julianne likes to say. Yeah, I know. I love my workhorses. <laughs> Nothing cozier. If you're working until your last drip left, <laughs> I'm, I'm a fan. Cozy or dystopian, you decide. <laughs> What's on your cozy radar for movies? Being a fantasy nerd, and this is going to come up a lot, the movie I'm looking forward to most is Dungeons & Dragons Honor Amongst Thieves. It is the latest D&D game adaptation and i feel like based on the trailer this one will get the madcap zaniness of what it really feels like to play dungeons and dragons for those of us who have really played the game it is usually an insane experience of people just doing sort of crazy things in this fantasy universe and it looks like it's going to capture that fun that sense of fun and excitement and it's not going to be one of those fantasy movies that takes itself too seriously I think we definitely are in a realm of wanting that as a culture. I think we want our fantasy movies to be tongue-in-cheek, and this is going to provide that for sure. It follows a charming thief and a band of unlikely adventurers who undertake an epic heist to retrieve a lost relic, but things go dangerously awry when they run afoul of the wrong people. Well, I know that you love Dungeons & Dragons, so I'm so excited for you that this is coming out. Do you know when it's coming out? So the movie's coming out in March 2023. Okay, so... Pretty soon. 
Yeah, you need to be like a belated birthday. Yeah. I, I, I did want to give an honorable mention. So the D&D movie, I thought it's cozy for a certain kind of person like me who finds fantasy very cozy. But I think for maybe a broader audience, I thought folks might be interested to know that they are finally releasing a movie version of Are You There, God? It's Me, Margaret. The trailers for these movies will be in our show notes. You can check it out. I recommend checking out the trailer. It looks like a very cozy, good time. And I know this book means a lot to uh, a lot of people as it represented their experiences of going through puberty, that awkward time in your life. And they set it in the 70s, which is when the book came out. So I thought that was a smart choice to make it a period movie. Yeah. No pun intended. <laughs> <laughs> Periods, bras, the whole game. Uh, I love the marketing for this movie, too. They're doing a really good job with it. Yeah. I, th- I think this one's going to make a splash. Yeah, definitely. Moving on to TV show, it's overwhelming. This was the it this is. was the one piece of the research that I was like, I, I almost didn't want to do any more research because there was too many shows coming out. I got overwhelmed and almost a little annoyed. For me, off the heels of Knives Out and Glass Onion, there is a resurgence of the murder mystery genre, especially by filmmaker Ryan Johnson. And he's delivering it yet again in a new series called Poker Face, starring Natasha Lyonne. As a um, a sleuth, Charlie, who has an impeccable knack of detecting when someone is lying. So in each episode, she's going to roll her Plymouth Barracuda into a different town with new characters, with odd crimes that she can't help but solve. And that is coming out. Actually, when this episode drops, you can watch it. It'll be on Peacock by the time this um, episode, this episode of All Things Cozy drops. So you can check it out. But when recording, it's not out yet. So we don't know details ourselves as we're recording this episode but i love that we're getting to enjoy more of a quirky fun murder mystery while i think mysteries are popular now a lot of it's in that true crime kind of genre Mm -hmm. and i like that ryan johnson's giving us more of that agatha christie puzzles and sleuthing and coziness vibe oh yeah this is going to be so fun it wasn't on my radar i'm really excited for this because i think we're lacking also that like it says a mystery of the week you know those procedurals where it's each episode is a standalone Mm -hmm. it's you know they just have those connected stories because i i assume this is what this is going to be each episode is it on different story yeah it's they're they're all on their own story i'm sure there will be some through line in terms of her as a character but Mm -hmm. more or less you actually get to watch each episode on its own and enjoy it for its own piece yeah, and that's something I think is really cozy and an element that I'm excited about. There are some series that are, in, you know, kind of bringing back a little bit of that anthology feeling. And I really love that. I think it's a cozier watch as a viewer because you get to watch it, put it down, and then move on. You're not thinking about the cliffhanger, like, oh, what's going to happen mm-hmm. in episode two? It's it's not begging you to binge it. It's, you know, you come to it when you feel like it. Yeah, exactly. Very exciting. Um, my TV show, I went in a really interesting direction for this one because like you i was very overwhelmed with all of the great tv out there so okay let me choose a curveball kind of pick and that's where i came to with the reluctant traveler starring eugene levy for apple plus and it appears to be from the trailer a gentler definitely more earnest version of idiot abroad which i don't think would play well today (laughs) Like I, I re- revisited a little bit, and I was like, "Well, I do not think that that would." Yeah, that's um, the Ricky fly. Gervais show. Yes, this, this yes. looks a lot like to me. Um, I don't know if you're familiar. I'm a huge Richard Ayoade fan. 
and he has a show called Travel Man. And he's a person who doesn't like to travel and he's very finicky. And so when he's in these new places, he's deeply uncomfortable. And this kind of feels like a very similar like vibe of Eugene Levy doesn't like to travel. And we're going to go force him to go into all these different places around the world. Yeah, he approaches each new travel opportunity with some nervousness. Uh, but of course, there's this all deprecation and, and humor. There's going to be laughs. There's this one scene where he's maybe in a helicopter going up over the Grand Canyon or some, you know, one of those kinds of things. And he is holding on for dear life, his eyes closed. But, you know, obviously there's going to be that emotional element where he learns a lot about himself and others. And he comes home with the best souvenir of all, which is a deeper appreciation for the world and is coming out February 24th. So very soon. And yeah, well, it looks like a lot of fun. It looks visit some cool places and he's cozy to me in general. So. 100%. Like you want to travel with Eugene Levy. So I'm looking forward yeah. to watching that too. That seems like a very cozy pick. Moving on to music. I'm going to be upfront. Like you're not going to get anything new out of me. <laughs> <laughs> You've heard me beat this drum forever. I already put a track from this album on one, a previous episode from last year as when it was a single. Um, and that's Caroline Polachek's new album, Desire I Want to Turn Into You. So the new album is releasing on February 14th, 2023. And I just think her music is excellent and cozy. And so that's some new music I'm looking forward to most. Jillian, how about you? I mean, I'm in this similar boat. What else can you expect from me? Um, I chose a new album coming out from The National, first two pages of Frankenstein. And it's featuring guest appearances from... <laughs> The usual suspects, Sufjan Stevens, Taylor Swift, Phoebe Bridgers. The band is leaning into a more upbeat sound, which was evident in their new single they just released this past week in January, Morning Tropic News. Um, and I chose it because I there it's a, a different side of the band. So you're probably thinking, well, it's not so cozy, it's depressive, and it's dark, um, which has its own element of coziness, personally, I think. But if you're looking for that uh, different out outlook and brighter perspective, then this might be for you because the single morning tropic news came from a creative break breakthrough that Matt Berninger experienced during the height of his depression. So they didn't even know if the band was going to be able to continue. They thought it was the end, but he found um, that opening through his depression with this, with this song. So that's a, a positive spin and just always a reminder that creativity can boo you back back to life so excited for this new album love the national i can't help it that sounds like a great choice i'm looking forward to the album too and what an amazing group of guest stars right i mean what a lineup how about book jillian what book are you looking forward to in 2023 this is another one where i felt so, so wildly overwhelmed because the books that are coming out are incredible in 2023 which we're in now also, doing this research, I kind of learned, or at least was reminded, that the way that publicity is done for books is so different from movies and TV, where like movies and TV, they announce it so early that you almost forget that you knew it was coming out <laughs> because it's there's so much to do made about the release. And then books, you look at like upcoming books on Goodreads and it's like they fall off a cliff in June. It's like one of the rest of the books coming out. There's not even any. Where are the books? There's not any listing, you know, <laughs> they don't, they don't, they don't even let you know. So yeah. 
there's not even as much of a view that we get in terms of a full year of what the book releases are. Those publishers keep it so close to their chests. They're really flying by the seat of their pants, it seems like, when they're when they're making things or publishing stuff. So there was an interesting difference between looking at what was coming up, like looking for new books. It's wider in terms mm-hmm. of there's so many different directions you can go in, but it's also shorter in terms of length of time. You can't see that far into the future of what's being released. Yeah. And, and for me, I often go to short story collections, your typical fiction book, um, mm-hmm. memoirs. And so I want to do something a little bit different. And I chose a mystery book that also has a historical element. Well, I don't think it's rooted in history. I'm sure it has historical elements. Um, it's called The London Sands Society by Sarah Prenner, who is also the author of The Lost Apothecary. And apparently that was a huge hit. I hadn't heard of it before, but if you're into mysteries, I'm sure you have. It's out on March 7th. And I'll read the description to really set the scene. There might be some words I don't know. I'm going to try my best. <laughs> okay. 1873. At an abandoned chateau in the outskirts of Paris, a dark seance is about to take place, led by acclaimed spiritualist Vaudelin Deller. <laughs> no, <laughs> that's what I was afraid of. Known worldwide for her talent in conjuring the spirits of murder victims to ascertain the identities of the people who killed them, she is highly sought after by widows and investigators alike. Lena Wooks has come to Paris to find answers about her sister's death, but to do so, she must embrace the unknown and overcome her logic-driven bias against the occult. When Vaudelin is beckoned to England to solve a high-profile murder, Lena accompanies her as an understudy. But as the women team up with the powerful men of London's exclusive Sand Society to solve the mystery, they begin to suspect that they are not merely out to solve a crime, but perhaps entangled in one themselves. And I think there's gay stuff. So, that, <laughs> so mystery Sands is gay stuff, murder. I mean, this is a perfect beach read, even though it's out of March. It has it all. Save it for the pool. Save it for the beach. I think this is going to be a hot one. Yeah, I'm going to put that on my to-read pile, the London Seance Society. Ooh. I want to be a part of the London Seance Society. Yeah, sign me up. Is is there any relationship to The Lost Apothecary? Or do I, I mean, do I have to like go back and read the other books or is this a standalone? I think it's a standalone. Okay, good. Pretty positive. <laughs> That's what I want to hear. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm I'm not going in a new direction uh, for my book pick either. <laughs> On Jillian's recommendation of a kind of collection or a short story collection, I got one for you related to Cozy Mm -hmm. Mysteries, and that's Irish Coffee Murder, another omnibus collection by your favorite Cozy Mystery authors, Leslie Meyer, Lee Hollis, and Barbara Ross. Each of the authors contributes a mystery, and they've done this before. They have a Halloween edition of this sort of book, a Halloween collection, a Christmas collection, a couple of Christmas collections. I'm excited that we're getting the St. Patrick's Day version of this. And the description is, you don't need to be Irish to enjoy St. Patrick's Day in Maine, where the chilly March weather offers the perfect excuse to curl up with an Irish coffee. But someone may have spiked this year's brew with murder. And so you have Irish Coffee Murder by Leslie Meyer, Death of an Irish Coffee Drinker by Lee Hollis, and Perked Up by Barbara Ross. So looking forward to um, another collection of fun, cozy mysteries by these excellent authors. Oh, yeah. And we've had Leslie and Barbara on. Now Mm -hmm. I just need Lee. Yeah, we need to complete the collection. (laughs) (laughs) This is so fun. I love this pick because St. Patrick's Day doesn't get its due enough. No, it doesn't. 
I'm, I'm glad it's getting a little bit of a, some time in the spotlight here. Yes. And that book will be released on January 24th, which is just a couple days after we record this episode. So if you're listening to it now, you can buy it right now. Isn't that amazing? Ooh, that is exciting. It's in the future for us, but it's in the present for you. And then I guess to round it out, I, I will sort of an honorable mention. It doesn't fit into any of those categories, but I'm really looking forward to uh, The Legend of Zelda, Tears of the Kingdom. It's always a good year when we get a new Zelda game for this time for the Nintendo Switch. It's a sequel to the open world Breath of the Wild, which was such a stunning and beautiful game. I think Zelda in particular is a franchise that really lends itself to that open world interactivity where you get to Mm -hmm. explore on your own, get to take in all these beautiful vistas in a fantasy realm. And I'm excited to spend more time in Hyrule with the latest Zelda game, which is coming out in May 2023. Lots to look forward to in spring. Most of our list falls in spring. My pick is less of a... in a book or music or movie. There's lots of that I'm looking forward to. This one is an event that I have on my radar. Matt, let's go to Boca. I'm, I'm down. Or <laughs> for Sleuth Fest, which I had never heard about before, but apparently it's been going on for 25 years or, or more. I have to check my facts on that. But it's from July 6th to the 9th, and it celebrates writers and fans of mysteries, thrillers, and crime fiction. I love the marketing of it, too. Uh, Every graphic involves a flamingo dressed up in detective-style attire. It looks like a lot of fun, and if you're someone who loves all of these group events, whether it's, you know, CrimeCon or BravoCon or any book fest, festivals, all that kind of stuff, SleuthFest seems like it's a lot of fun. Uh, They have, obviously, speakers that are going to chat with everyone, but also you can pitch your ideas, and that's cool, too. Um, but yeah, let's go. Let's be Matt and I in Boca. It sounds like a cozy mystery in and of itself. Yeah. Come on, Sleuth Fest, invite us. We could do a, a live recording while we're there. Yeah, a lot of fun. Those are our picks for things that we're looking forward to in 2023. Let us know on our Facebook group some of the things that you're looking forward to most. Now, let's take a moment to gaze into our crystal ball <laughs> and make some predictions for 2023. So I'm going to kick it to Jillian to make the first prediction. What is your first cozy prediction for 2023? Now that I work in the lifestyle space with publishing, um, the website that I'm the managing editing editor for, lots of lifestyle trends. And so I'm always seeing the debate with maximalism, minimalism, whether that's talking about jewelry or just the style of your home. So maximalism became pretty popular recently. It's where it's organized clutter or just doing brighter colors, just going all out with um, decoration. And I was curious to see what was the trend for 2023. And I came across this really thoughtful article. And my other two predictions were just things that I generally predicted. But this one got some help from Fast Company. They published a really interesting piece by Elizabeth Segrin. And brought the good point of there really is no certain trend for 2023 in terms of minimalism or maximalism. It's really going with whatever you like and what makes you feel good. So for example, when we're in the height of COVID, some were paring down and they didn't want to be surrounded by clutter in their homes and they wanted to just do more with less. Well, others wanted to 
fill up their homes with things that made them joyful and to get more stuff and to transform their rooms and to be a better reflection of themselves. And so I thought that was really interesting that maybe in decades past, we were really leaning hard toward one trend. But right now, it's whatever feels good to you. And as I said in my little write-up, who gives a flying froggy flip? If you like minimalism, go with that. If you like maximalism, do your thing. So there's not as much pressure to pick one look and just your individual style and, and play to that in 2023. Do what you want. Do what makes you feel do good. Do what you want. Yeah. My first prediction was informed a little bit by data as I was noodling around in Google Trends. I did narrow a search around Cozy for the current month, just the last few weeks. I noticed an interesting related term pop up and that was fantasy. So people are typing in Cozy fantasy and I like fantasies and I was wondering what is the connection here? And there's a whole literary genre that I was totally unaware of called Cozy Fantasies. And apparently one of the books that have made a huge splash and have brought this genre more attention is that in November, a book called Legends and Lattes by Travis Baldry made a splash. It's a high fantasy novel set in a coffee shop. An ogre opens a coffee shop. (laughs) I thought that was genius. I want to read this book. And my prediction is, I think that we'll see this genre promoted more prominently in bookstores than we have in the past, and that this will be the year of cozy fantasies. Yeah. And I think that's a, I hope that prediction comes true because although that we've really dove deep into fantasies in in general, I I think in in terms of the genre, we haven't gone to the cozy side Mm -hmm. of it as much. It's always a delight when I find a whole like aspect of coziness that is explicitly like, no, we're really trying to be cozy and it hasn't been something that we've explored ourselves around the show. So I was very happy to find some new territory in the realm of cozy fantasies. And I think that the fact that it came to me through Google Trends is showing that people are picking up on this and I think it's going to pick up steam. Well, my next prediction and not in data, just what I've been noticing on TikTok, there's that popular butter candle trend Mm -hmm. which very delicious looks pretty cozy too and that's a simple thing so my prediction is we're going to lean hard in delighting in small joys because not to take it to a dark place but you know things are getting a little bit you know concerning with the financial scope of things so I can see folks staying inside a little bit more instead of going out so getting creative with what they have and being an inventive, which is always so cozy. I think the butter candle is the perfect example of that, taking something that you have in your your home that most folks have eggs or butter or whatever it is in their, in their fridge and just making something special out of it and ter- transforming a simple night into something memorable. So that is my, my uh, prediction for 2023. Inspired by a butter candle. And people have been clamoring for us to try butter candles on the show. So I think this is a prediction we have to make true for ourselves as well. I think so. I would, I need, I think I have to do it with you because I don't trust that I'll be able to do it. I'm going to light up the fire. So maybe we can have like a cozy dinner together. You know, we should do it at my place because I still have the fire extinguisher that Kate got us after her candle almost set my apartment on fire. (laughs) Never forget. 
On the topic of social media, my next prediction is related to that. And I think that the push for authenticity on social media will continue. With the rise of apps like Be Real, which show an increased interest in people just being themselves in an uncurated way, I think you can expect to see more features like that hitting mainstream social media apps like Instagram and Facebook. So I think we're just going to keep seeing social media go into a more authentic direction as people really try to capture who they really are and explicitly try to get around some of the phoniness that is inherent in those apps. I could see that. or Not even that, but us stepping away from social media a bit more than in, in, in past years. Maybe. I, I, I think my prediction is people will still be on the apps, but they're going to try to be more real about it. And that mm-hmm. companies will clue into that with more tools and them to like, like Be Real does, capture those real moments. Just made me think of, there's a funny SNL sketch on, sketch, sketch on Be Real. Have you seen it? Oh yeah, where like there's the bank robbers like <laughs> yes. stop everything to do it, yeah. My next pick is kind of somewhat adjacent because, and I'm not hated on Gen Z, but Gen Z's clothing or their style trends is a lot of extra stuff. <laughs> if you've noticed that. But it's just a, a lot of, lots going on. And I can see us simplifying just style in general. And maybe getting back to the hand-me-downs and clothing swaps and really taking an appreciation for more pared-down style, but also maybe a rise in thrifting or sharing what we already have, repurposing, maybe crafting our own sweaters or getting into making our own clothing. That's ambitious. <laughs> I think, well, not me personally, but... <laughs> I'll be swapping clothes. I'll be thrifting. I won't be making anything. But I'm I looking think, forward to Jillian's self-made sweater. I don't think I've... One time I made a pillow sham in, in Homek. Emphasis on sham. It was a sham. <laughs> I, I I definitely... Well, uh, threading is just so confusing to me. I don't, I don't understand. <laughs> if someone makes me a sweater, I'll wear it. But I just... I don't I don't want to be seem like I'm hating or not being cozy, but... I hear you. You're predicting that people will be more like cognizant of waste and people will be reusing clothes more and finding a way to share. Yes. That's what I see. And that's the kind of trend I like. That is, I can see that too. Like in terms of the, the trends on Facebook, for example, for the buy nothing groups that I hear so much Mm -hmm. about. So I think there's definitely a movement toward wasting less and reusing things. Yes. All right. My final prediction is a silly one. You've seen cottage core, even to gnome core, I'm calling the next lifestyle trend as detective core. <laughs> people, I my prediction is people will start dressing like their favorite sleuth and asking way too many questions about your personal life. So get ready to see a lot of tweed and maybe even a couple of deer stalker hats. That's a trend I want to see because I like tweed. <laughs> <laughs> I could see it, especially with all of our picks because. You have that TV show. Honestly, it is off the strength of so much in the media being about mysteries and detectives. And I think that's going to make its way into fashion. Yes. And I love how you are so observing going back to being the rabbit, really taking in what has all the signs leading up to now, instead of me just saying butter. (laughs) (laughs) I I like all of your trends. The proof will be in the butter candle um, (laughs) when we check in towards the end of the year, if any of these came true. 
We should. We should also review the, the movies and TV shows that we were excited for. 100%. Well, we hope that you share our enthusiasm for some of these cozy things coming out in 2023. Again, we would love to hear the stuff that you have your eye on in our Facebook group at All Things Cozy Podcast. Let us know if you think any of these predictions will come true or maybe be the change that you want to see in the world. Help us usher in these cozy trends. Um, but for now, we're going to sit back and relax with some soothing sounds. The sound that is soothing me this week, and I'm so sorry, listeners. I do feel like I trend the same ground so often. Here I go again. You know that both of us love the artistry of musicians, Phoebe Bridgers, Lucy Dacus, and Julian Baker, who have all individually had soothing sounds on this show. And even together, they make up the super group Boy Genius. And we're so excited because they're coming out with a brand new album. They just released a triple dose of some singles, uh, one for each of the artists, kind of more, you know, one for Phoebe, one for Lucy, one for Julian. I'm shouting out the one that was written by Lucy Dacus um, called True Blue. This was released on January 18th and is a single off of their upcoming record, The Record. That's, that's, that's the name of the record is The Record. And that'll be out on March 31st. Let's take a listen to True Blue by Boy Genius. And for me, what makes the song so cozy is the authenticity of how love can hurt and often does like, and I think it captures that feeling so well of love isn't always like sunshine and rainbows. It also is accepting flaws and being hurt sometimes. And I think that this song really captures that feeling. I love the final verse I'll read is, and it feels good to be known so well. I can't hide from you like I hide from myself. I remember who I am when I'm with you. Your love is tough. Your love is tried and true blue. Yeah, I love this song. And it has the ties to Chicago, too. Yeah. So it makes me think of you, you too. And her husband, I listened to it just because of the Chicago connection. Because you're the only pe- person that people have ever lived there. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, but yeah, I, I think it's I think it's beautiful. It also has like that those sad... Not heavy tones, but with an upbeat tune. Yeah, no, it's definitely, it's not like a hundred percent, you know, light, but I I think the core message of it is true blue and it's Mm -hmm. focused on love. And I think that's very cozy. Yes. So my pick is very different. I'm going with Miley Cyrus's Flowers and it was released on January 13th. It's an upbeat, fun anthem, complete with um, Miley donning this gorgeous gold hooded cutout gown from Yves Saint Laurent's fall 1991 collection. She's wearing in the music video. It's just fun. I think any anyone who is recovering from a breakup or who just wants to celebrate their independence should listen to this song. It's just a ton of fun, I think. All right, let's take a listen to Flowers by Miley Cyrus. I can buy myself flowers Write my name in the sand Talk to myself for hours Say things you don't understand 
I forgot what a strong voice she has because <laughs> I had to turn down my volume. She mm-hmm. has those pipes. Yeah. The song already has so much joy in it, but it's enhanced even more by the music video where she's dancing and she's so bright in this like gold gown. I love the video and I love the song. This is a great pick. What's crazy too is if you watch the, the YouTube video of the music video, it's in this like extra wide aspect ratio. And I've never seen YouTube display a video like that. I, I had to like reload it twice. I'm like, is this, is it broken? Where's the rest of the video? <laughs> so it's a really interesting uh, technical uh, achievement too. <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't, I didn't realize that. But yeah, I think it's also cool because it plays off that Bruno Mars song where he's like, you're sh- I should have bought you flowers. I should have, you know. And so she's responding to that because I guess her ex, Liam Hemsworth, dedicated that song to her. So it's in very, lots of uh, little Easter eggs in that song, which is fun. Jillian's there for the drama. (laughs) (laughs) As always. This week, I have the pleasure of having our candle review. Or is it a pleasure? We'll see. When I share my thoughts on this candle. So before I get into the scent we're sniffing today, when when I was approaching this episode theme of trends, I I was really looking for like what scents are trending or like what what are some items that we could review? And what kept coming up in my searches was people were going crazy for this Bath and Body Works fragrance spray called Cozy Evening. And I really wanted to Hmm. try it since it kept kept coming up in the, the Google Trends data. I thought that'd be a good thing to review, a little, little off the beaten path for us. Well, it was sold out online, and then I thought in my hubris that, but if I went in person to a Bath & Body Works, surely it would appear for me, and it didn't. Um, but I was already there, so I selected a different candle. Not, And this is another piece of new information that the rest of you will be like, oh yeah, we already knew this. White Barn Candles is the same. It's like the candle imprint for Bath & Body Works. And I went to a Bath & Body Works that was next to a White Barn and they're connected on the inside. And so that was just news to me. For anyone who finds that interesting or useful, White Barn Candle is the same as uh, Bath & Body Works. Anyway, I was looking around and the candle that jumped out to me was White Barn's Eucalyptus Rain. Love eucalyptus, love rain. What could go mm-hmm. wrong? And the scent profile is, it's supposed to smell like a fresh, crisp rainfall, I guess on eucalyptus. And the notes are aromatic eucalyptus, spearmint leaves, and fresh spring rain. And when I sniffed the candle in the store, I got a beautiful whiff of eucalyptus. And that got me so excited. Now that I've been burning it, all I'm getting is dryer sheets. I'm just, I don't know why they, why does rain get translated into this like sickly sweet scent like laundry almost i, I want to know what's going into that because it's just not it yeah rain should be fresh um i've lost all the eucalyptus i'm not getting any spearmint honestly the scent is so powerful i have to keep opening up the door in my little nook of an office just to let some fresh air in because it's just so overwhelming um this is no wick up for me i would say skip it it's not delivering on the the name yeah that's too bad because it's you know, has a great name, Cozy Evening. It's popular. It's trending. Oh, this is Eucalyptus but... Rain. I wasn't able to get Cozy oh, Evening. Well, that's what, okay. I thought it was that. Okay. I don't know why I thought that was a that was the one that got scent. away. This is I, okay. this is my this is the runner up, and I'm not I'm not okay. I thought that the scent was within like Eucalyptus Rain was the scent of the no, 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 Cozy no, no. Evening. Okay. It's unavailable because I guess everyone went crazy for it, and now it's sold out everywhere. Okay. Well, I think anything with rain in it 
we just have to cross off the list for Bath and Body Works. <laughs> that's, you know, it's unfortunately they're, they're, they're a failure across the board. And any candle I've gotten from Bath and Body Works has tended to be sickly sweet. So this is probably a double whammy. When I sniffed it in the store, I got the eucalyptus and I was excited because it seemed like it was going to be what I wanted. Mm-hmm. And then the, the scent when it's burning is totally different. It tricked you. It, it got me. That is too bad. You know what's also too bad is that's the end of our show today. <laughs> <laughs> Before we go, we do have some shout outs. Yes. Thank you to our new Patreon subscribers, Max, Comfy Cozy Witch, and Mary Rickert. I realized I had, hadn't been including our new Patreon subscribers. So this is a fun roundup of all the folks who have joined within the past few weeks or within the new year. So thank you for all that support. You keep us going. And we love and appreciate you. And if you want your own cozy swag, whether it's our All Things Cozy mug or sticker magnet, sign up. And our book club, too. Right. We're at patreon.com slash allthingscozy. You can also follow us on social media on Instagram and Facebook at All Things Cozy Podcast. Thank you all for listening. Thank you to our new Patreon subscribers for supporting us. We hope that we've given you something to look forward to in 2023. You can also look forward to another new episode in just a couple of weeks. Until then, stay Stay cozy. cozy.